the Subcommittee on Indian and Insular Affairs will come to order. Without objection, the chair is authorized to declare recess of the subcommittee at any time. The subcommittee is meeting today to hear testimony on three bills, H.R. 929, H.R. 2882, and H.R. 3579. Under committee rule 4F, any oral opening statements at hearings are limited to the chairman and the ranking minority member. I therefore ask unanimous consent that all other members' opening statements be to be made part of the hearing record if they are submitted in accordance with Committee Rule 3.0. Without objection, so ordered. I ask unanimous consent that the gentleman from Arizona, Mr. Siskamani, the gentleman from South Dakota, Mr. Johnson, and the gentleman from Washington, Mr. Kilmer, be allowed to sit and participate in today's hearings. Without objection, so ordered. I will now recognize myself for an opening statement. Today, the subcommittee is meeting to consider three bills. H.R. 929, the Pu Puyallup Tribe of Indians Land into Trust Confirmation Act would place 17 acres of land in Pierce County, Washington into trust for the tribe. The land is currently owned in Fee Simple, and the tribe intends to use the land for economic development purposes to benefit the tribe and local area. Their plans include developing a deep water port in the port of Tacoma, a restaurant which would in integrate traditional tribal foods and a seaplane terminal. The land that would be placed into trust has evidence of environmental contamination as most industri industrially developed land in the Tacoma area has. Because of that likely contamination, the Bureau of Indian Affairs would require a full remediation of the land before taking it into trust through their administrative fee to trust process. However, a full remediation would be prohibitively expensive to the tribe and should not be necessary for the tribe to move forward in their plans for the acreage. The bill also provides that the United States shall not be liable for any environmental contamination that has occurred on the land and prohibits gaming pursuant to the Indian Gaming Regulatory Act from occurring. Second, we have H.R. 2082, the Udall Foundation Reauthorization Act of 2023. This bill would reauthorize the Morris K. Udall and Stuart L. Udall Foundation and would extend three authorizations of appropriations for the Udall Foundation at their current levels as subject to appropriations through fiscal year 2028. The Udall Foundation was first established in 1992 and was most recently reauthorized in 2019. The Udall Foundation has four major programs, the Education Trust Fund, the Native Nations Institute for Leadership, Management, and Policy, the Udall Center for Studies in Public Policy, and the John S. McCain III National Center for Environmental Conflict Resolution. The Education Trust Fund provides funding for Native American student internships, including the Native American Congressional Internship Program, as well as fellowships for Native American graduate students pursuing advanced degrees in healthcare. The other institute and centers focus on research, science policy connections, leadership resources, and conflict resolution related to natural resource management, public lands, and tribal governments. Our final bill, H.R. 3579, the Tribal Trust Land Homeownership Act of 2023. This bill would require the BIA to process and complete all mortgage packages on Indian land in a timely manner. 
This bill would only impact land held in trust because additional approvals from the BIA are generally needed when someone seeks a mortgage on trust lands. Unlike leasehold and rights away of mortgages, there are currently no statutory timeframes for the review and approval of trust land mortgages. This bill would put timeframes in place and align them with private industry standards. Current industry practices process mortgage packages within a month, and it is important that the BIA moves to replicate this. The BIA published their mortgage handbook outlining non-binding timelines for each step in the mortgage process. However, we've heard that these timelines are arbitrary and often exceed the guidelines. H.R. 3579 will ensure there are statutory timeframes in place, and that will help promote opportunities for home ownership on trust lands and in tribal communities. I want to thank all of the witnesses for appearing before the committee, and I look forward to a robust discussion on these important topics. The chair now recognizes the ranking minority member for any statement. Thank you very much, Madam Chair. I appreciate uh, the opportunity and the agenda before us in terms of, of this hearing. I want to thank the witnesses for joining us to testify before the subcommittee on three important bills impacting Indian country. It is only fitting that today's hearing takes place in the Morris K. Udall hearing room while we discuss H.R. 2882, a bill that will reauthorize Morris K. and Stuart L. Udall Foundation's trust fund through 2028 and introduced by Representative Cisco Mani. Congress established the Udall Foundation in 1992 to honor Morris K. Udall's impact on the nation's environment and his support for rights and self-governance of tribal governments. Mo Udall spent 30 years in the House, including several years as chair of this committee. His legacy lives through the Udall Foundation. I was proud to lead a nearly identical bill last Congress that passed out of the House with bipartisan support. I want to thank uh, Mr. Charles Rose, the Foundation's Board of Trustees Chair, for being here to testify on this legislation. The Udall Foundation's Native American Congressional Internship has provided over 300 Native American internships on the Hill and across government, including many, many in our respective offices. The Foundation serves as a critical resource for tribal governments, federal agencies, and the next generation of policy leaders. Greater engagement in public service will only help our ability to serve our communities. The Udall Foundation provides critical opportunities for indigenous youth to develop important skills to do just that. Skills that they can take back to their communities or they can use in federal government service at agencies like the Bureau of Indian Affairs and across all federal agencies of, in the federal government. Which brings me to the next bill on the agenda, H.R. 3579. Representative Johnson's Tribal Trust Land Ownership Act. This bill codifies deadlines for the BIA to process and complete all mortgage packages associated with residential and business mortgages on Indian land. Indian country experiences serious issues with housing availability and accessibility. So it is critical that BIA works to make sure that they review and process mortgages in a timely and expedited manner. I, it, I'll also note that we must also make sure that BIA has the resources and capacity to get that goal done. I look forward to hearing Ms. Ms. Vogel's testimony on this important legislation. The final bill is on, on the agenda is Representative Kilmer's H.R. 929, which will take land into trust from the Pew Alep tribe in Washington. The tribe seeks to restore 
17 acres of their homelands, which were taken through misguided acts of Congress. Restoration will allow the tribe to grow economic opportunities on restored lands, from shipping to cultural cuisine to, seaplane, to a seaplane term, terminal. I look forward to hearing about the future the tribe plans. plans. And thank you, Councilmember Rideout, for being with us today. From economic support in Indian country to opportunities to the next generation of tribal leaders, these bills continue to demonstrate this subcommittee's work uh, to uplift tri tribal communities across this nation. And with that, Madam Chair, I yield back. I will now introduce our witnesses for our panel. Ms. Heather Don Thompson, Acting Deputy Assistant Secretary, Indian Affairs, U.S. Department of the Interior in Washington, D.C. <coughs> Mr. Charles Rose, Chair of the Board of Trustees, Morris K. Udall and Stuart L. Udall Foundation, Tucson, Arizona. The Honorable James Rideout, Tribal Council Member, Puyallup Tribe of Indians, Tacoma, Washington, and Ms. Sharon Vogel, Executive Director, Cheyenne River Housing Authority, Eagle Butte, South Dakota. Let me remind the witnesses that under committee rules, they must limit their oral statements to five minutes, but their entire statement will appear in the hearing record. To begin your testimony, please press the talk button on the microphone, and we use timing lights here. When you begin, the light will turn green. When you have one minute left, the light will turn yellow. And at the end of five minutes, the light will turn red, and I will ask you to please complete your statement. I will also ask, allow all witnesses on the panel to testify before member questioning. The chair now recognizes Ms. Heather Thompson for five minutes. 